From KLCC Studios, this is Oregon on the Record. I'm Michael Dunn. For many people, the draw of owning your own small business comes down to autonomy and flexibility. Being your own boss, running things your own way, and making changes on a dime because you're the ultimate decision maker are major attractions to opening up your own shop. But those key attractions of autonomy and flexibility come at a cost. Because you're the boss, everything is ultimately your responsibility, even those things that are out of your control, like annoying regulations, crime, and trying to find employees in a tight labor market. Oh, and by the way, Imagine doing all that during a generational challenge like COVID. Today on Oregon on the Record, you'll hear from four local business owners on the problems that are constantly thrown in their face and the strategies they use to make it all work. The job of being the boss has never been tougher, but if you get it right, it might just be the best job in the world. Today on the show, you'll hear from four very different and unique business owners in our community. A cafe owner, a mobile nursing company owner, an axe throwing and escape room owner, and a bakery owner. While very different, they all share the common traits needed to succeed in small business, being a problem solver, risk taker, and possessor of boundless energy. It's more difficult than ever to be in small business, and these owners talk about how to make it all work. First, we talk with the owners of Main Street Suites and Oregon Axe Throwing. Jenny Stemmerman, the owner of Oregon Axe Throwing and Escape the Room Oregon, and Carrie Bame, the owner of Main Street Suites. Welcome to the program. Thanks. Hi, thanks. Yeah. Being a business owner is really, really hard, probably in the best of circumstances. Why don't, uh, let's start with Jenny. You know, how has it been these last few years taking all that's happened into consideration? Of course, we'll start with, you know, how did you make it through COVID? Oh, gosh, that is a big question. Um, You know, it's funny because you think about it, COVID, that was 2020 and we're now in 2024. And it does not feel yet that it's been four years away. Um, It was certainly an adjustment. Every day was an adjustment of that period of time. But it's amazing the lasting effects. You know, you'd think it was just, like I said, four years ago, but we're still dealing with ramifications of that and it still feels so fresh. Yeah, yeah. Carrie, were there things that you had to do during COVID that you're still doing now? I I guess, you know, lessons learned, things that actually worked well during the worst parts of COVID that still kind of work. Yeah, um, my husband and I bought Flashback Grill uh, the October before COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And so we had a little taste of what it was before COVID hit. And then um, I just being able to swivel, I think, is Mm -hmm. something just being flexible with the different rule changes that had happened um, was something that we've carried on because it seems like during COVID every other day there was a new rule or regulation. And then also dealing with just frustrated people, just constantly frustrated and and aggressive like i don't want to do this i don't want to be here but i really want to eat out um just being able to train our employees and um on how to deal with people that are just unpleasant when they first come in so sure sure yeah jenny did it did operating during covid with all the restrictions with all the headache did it teach you something about yourself maybe that you didn't know yeah absolutely i mean i think as a business owner you're naturally more of a flexible person, you tend to be more agile and kind of think on your feet. Um, But during COVID, you really had to do that a lot. And I think that it really showed us how resilient we could be. I mean, there were certainly some like wall kicking moments where you're like, (laughs) why are we having to do this? Um, But you really kind of 
got to see like that perseverance side of it, of being able to see an obstacle in front of you and think creatively, we still have to operate as a business. So what can we do differently or, or to make something work? And that's really carried through like since COVID. I mean, like I said, it's been four years, but like even with the recent ice storms that we've had, we had mm-hmm. to like think like, okay, well, we don't have internet, but we want to open. So what can we do? And what, you know, you had to be creative. Sure, sure. Specific to where your businesses are located, Springfield, our, our community, the Eugene Springfield area. Obviously, what perhaps other cities our size don't necessarily deal with to the degree that we do is is the issue of that we have a lot of people who are unhoused. We have a lot of, you know, people who don't have a place to go. And so oftentimes they're hanging out in front of storefronts and whatnot. Maybe talk a little bit about that challenge. Jenny, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Kind of that challenge that's, that's, you know, has gotten worse over the intervening couple of years. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has. And I think it's, you know, it's one of those things where your humanity mm-hmm. is there, but then you also have another lens of providing a safe environment for your customers and your employees. I mean, we're an entertainment business, so sure. my employees are closing late at night. Um, and I worry about them walking to their cars or, or being there just because they're outside of the homelessness. There's also an increase in, in theft and mm-hmm. other crimes in the area. And so it's concerning, yeah. you know, to be yeah. able to to have a safe place for our employees and our customers. Um, I do think, though, that Springfield has done a really good job, especially mm. we're both both Carrie and I are downtown businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they've done a really good job of keeping people moving along and providing us resources on things that we can do, um, you know, to to still operate, but still keep our humanity. Too. Sure, sure. What about you, Carrie? Yeah, I know that at Main Street Suites, we've had a few run ins, um, but not bad. We're literally just down the road from the police department. And okay. Um, just down the road from City Hall as well. And we've had a lot of really good support from them. Um, just we've had volunteers stop by with uh, little pamphlets on resources that we can give to someone who comes in who's unhoused mm-hmm. or maybe mentally needing help um, just with a list of numbers that we can forward to them or we can have my employees call for for help let me reintroduce you guys to the uh, the audience we're talking with uh, jenny stemmerman she is the owner of the of oregon axe throwing and the escape escape the room at oregon and we're talking to carrie bame she's the uh, uh owner of main street suites um a lot has been made nationally at the state and locally about it's hard to find employees and that still exists what's been your experience jenny i'll I'll toss it to you in terms of being able to find the staff you need yeah it's funny carrie and i were just talking about this before uh the show um you know it's it is difficult because being a small business it we've we struggle to try to compete Mm -hmm. with some of the bigger employers out there i mean there's some larger chains that are offering people a lot of money per hour a lot of benefits reimbursement for school things that we just don't have I mean, if I could print money in the back room, that'd be great, but <laughs> it's not the, that's not the case for us. And so um, it is very, very difficult. And we have to, again, kind of go back to being flexible and agile and creative and really thinking about what other things can we offer that would be attractive to people, mm-hmm. like a fun work environment and feeling appreciated and things that big companies can't do. Um, but, you know, the rise of minimum wage, the rise of all of the other things that are on payroll that people don't always think about that are a burden for small businesses, like the paid leave and the Oregon saves, and they're great for employees. Mm-hmm. But as a small business, when we're doing everything, it's just more layers of things that we have to try to figure out and, and be able to offer. Yeah, yeah. 
And I know, um, speaking from Main Street Suites' point of view, I definitely agree. And I'm, I don't think that those things are bad. I think that they're good resources for people. Sure. It would be great if, as owners, we could use it too, <laughs> being able to have paid leave. Sure. Um, but that you know, we're we're not allowed to use those, um, even though we pay pay into it as well. And speaking of competition, and and and, and the segue I'm making here is is the fact that yeah, you know, I've heard from many business people who say, you know. Working in Oregon, having a, having a business in Oregon, having a business in Lane County, having a business in Eugene or Springfield, there are a lot of great positive things, obviously. But the challenge remains in that it's an area as a state and, and even in, in a community where there are lots of regulations. Sometimes I've heard business people say, I don't think they make sense. And certainly we saw the sort of the fits and starts of, of the regulatory environment during COVID, what you can't do, what you can do. And, and it changes. I just kind of wanted to ask you, you know, is it a struggle to have to, you know, be in compliance with all the things that you do, both from your local municipality, the city, but then there's also county and state issues. I mean, talk about just sort of that, you know, the, the, the regulations and how they sometimes perhaps get in the way of doing business. This is Jenny. I, you know, for me, it is difficult sometimes to stay on Mm -hmm. top of them, especially because I feel like they're always changing. There's always new ones coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, And thank goodness for the Chamber of Commerce and and places like that that Mm -hmm. help us understand, because sometimes we don't even know that there's something new coming down the pipe until, you know, they tell us. Yeah. And then we have to think, oh, gosh, there's a new tax law or Mm -hmm. there's a new something that we have to figure out how that affects us, if it affects us. Um, you know, and sometimes, God love it, the, the websites <laughs> that we have the, and the government agencies that are doing these regulations are hard to navigate sometimes. So it's it's difficult to try to figure it out. It's almost sure. like an extra part-time job <laughs> taking it on to, to know what to do. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think my last question for each of you is, is sort of this. I, and you know, Jenny, you and I were talking before we went on the air. I've never been a small business owner, um, but I, I wanted to ask you both, you know, Despite all the challenges that we enumerated right now, what's the thing that you'd want a a listener to know about why you still love being a small business owner? Um, Well, probably because I'm a little bit crazy. but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Noted. (laughs) You know, it it is a very rewarding thing to be able to build something with your own two hands Mm -hmm. and watch it flourish. And like we talked about how difficult it is to find employees. But when you do have those great employees... Like they make everything worthwhile, your customers, and just to know that you're making a difference for people. I mean, we do fun things and providing fun opportunities for people to make memories mm-hmm. like that. That's worth it. And yeah, there are a lot of headaches that come with being a small business owner, but I like working and I like having that flexibility of sure. being able to, to do something like that. Yeah. Carrie, what about you? Close um, us out here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for my husband and I, um, just being able to have something that we can build on for our kids mm. and being able to have something that we can be flexible on because we want to make sure that we're there for any game that they might have or anything in the future that we need to be there for. Um, and then being able to look look at ourselves in the mirror and feel some pride that we're able to contribute to the community and um, we're able to donate to things that we when we can donate um to help build things up you know when there's school auctions and you can donate a cake to help raise funds for something just having that ability to kind of help out where you can and just provide a nice place for people to go and um, just see how much a cake can change a birthday or a wedding or an event um 
because yeah, at the end it's just butter and it's eggs and it's flour, <laughs> but it, you know, it makes a difference to somebody. So being able to provide that is, has been really rewarding. Right, right. Well, we've been talking with Jenny Stemmerman. She is the owner of Oregon Axe Throwing and Escape the Room Oregon, and also Carrie Bame. She's the owner of Main Street Suites. Thank you both so much for coming in and talking with us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And we're going to continue our conversation with small business owners about the challenges of being a small business owner. And right now we're talking with Meg Holiday. She's the owner of Busy Bee Cafe and Tammy English Drew, who is the CEO and managing owner of Ames Mobile Nursing. Welcome to you both. Thank Hi. You. Thanks for having me. Meg, let's start with you. Um, what is perhaps the biggest challenge as a business owner that you face on a day-to-day basis? Um, I think the biggest challenge is the fluctuation between your community versus what is happening just within your small community, hmm. your state community, your you know nationwide community, mm-hmm. whether it's prices on food, what your customers are going through financially, what the weather is like. I mean, it's really a day-to-day change. Like one day you're crazy busy and the next day you're dead and it could be anything from an ice storm to you know the cost of meat and that you know they gotta decide what they want to eat yeah yeah tammy i know you don't necessarily have a brick and mortar storefront but what are some of those challenges that that you have to overcome in doing what you do sure well not only do we hire registered nurses Mm -hmm. which are hard to come by these days sure um but cost of wages and cost of supplies are a real challenge for us uh, since covid prices continue to rise. Yeah, yeah. Well, and certainly we've ta- heard, you know, there's there's almost like a global shortage on nurses, and I imagine it, it bubbles down to everything you have to uh, uh, deal with. Sure. Uh, nurses, I think, got burnt out in hospitals, so that yeah. was a little bit of a benefit to us as a mobile nursing company because they wanted to get out of the hospital. Sure. But um, it's still a difficult challenge to find qualified nurses. I bet, I bet. Boy, uh, restaurant, handling food, nurses, you know, handling people who, who, who are in need of treatment, there's a lot of regulation and requirements uh, that are aimed right at your industry. You know, talk about having to, being a small business owner and having to navigate those kind of challenges, especially it seems like in talking to other business people, it seems like almost any day, every day, there might be something, a new requirement that you have to go through. How do you, how do you manage it all? Email. <laughs> okay. A lot of emails. Um, a lot of being told, oh, this just changed yesterday okay. and figuring it out from there. Um, I know at Busy Bee, we're literally the week we're supposed to open at this huge six month remodel project. Mm. I find out to keep our kitchen up to code. My net, my 11 piece of stainless steel now has to be a 14 foot piece of stainless <laughs> steel. And I have about 48 hours to procure that if we want to open. Wow. Um, it's just, it's, it's ongoing from yeah. all aspects, whether it's food, the fire department, the, you know, you're dealing with people, HR issues. Sure. So. Yeah. What yeah. About you, and for us, not only were we dealing with the regula- regulatory issues from the government, but from each individual community that we entered to see our patients because yeah. they had their own regulations also. Yeah. Um, so being able to fluctuate and move really quickly on a process uh, was important. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
working in our community, Eugene, Springfield, um, you know, a lot of great benefits to working in our community, um, but we have challenges. And, and I'm thinking specifically around issues like the unhoused, uh, issues like graffiti being on the rise, just just the overall kind of aesthetic of, of, of working in a downtown environment. Maybe talk a little bit about how those challenges, you know, come to your front door or your virtual front door, if you will, for, for Tammy and, and how you have to kind of overcome those. Well, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, where the homelessness issue comes in for us is we have homeless patients that are sick. Mm. They go into a hospital. There's not beds for them. They need to get them moved someplace permanent, but the care can't yeah. follow them. Yeah. And so really trying to figure out with our community leaders how to bring health care to the homeless population. Okay, okay. What about you, Jen? Um, we have so many different facets of that for us. We have the people that come in that we you know are asking for food we have people that we are cleaning up after outside of a business and i really struggle with the unhoused issue because i feel like people should have a home Mm -hmm. and i feel like people should have clean water Mm -hmm. and medical care and that it shouldn't be so difficult to acquire these things but as a business owner when i have to go and bleach urine off of a bench that my kids like to sit on sure. outside of my restaurant or I'm dealing with my employees being scared because they're you know a person that is maybe mentally unwell um, mm-hmm. is threatening them outside the door and I have to I have to really walk this line of be, having compassion and wanting to help but also needing to run a business so that my regular paying customers can come in and enjoy themselves and feel safe. I'm going to reintroduce you to to our audience. We're talking with Meg Holiday. She's the owner of Busy Bee Cafe. And we're talking with Tammy Inglis Drew. She is the CEO and managing owner of Ames Mobile Nursing. You know, another challenge that I know businesses across the country, across the globe have had to deal with is, you know, being able to source items. Supply chain issues has been a a big deal. Maybe talk a little bit about how it's impacted your businesses. You go ahead and start. Yeah, well, medical supplies are typically expensive anyway. Sure. But with the COVID supply issues, we've had to source items from places we normally don't source items Hmm. from, even Amazon. Hmm. And even Amazon medical supplies can be backordered. So it did put quite a strain on us having to turn away clients because we didn't have the right supplies. Yeah, yeah. Um, As far as, the nice thing, as far as food goes, we have some wonderful resources here in, you know, Springfield and Eugene. Um, And we have kind of switched to more of our local resources as opposed to going with some of the larger box stores. So we still use deliveries. We still use the larger ones. And but everybody gets supply chain issues from the top down, the big ones, the small ones. Yeah. Um, and kind of trying to find a backup source always has been the only way to keep anything in the store. Um, constantly running out of things uh, is just part of the name of the game, I guess. And <laughs> you hope that you sell out and that's why you're out of it and not that you didn't get it in the first place. But yeah. just always that second, third, sometimes fourth resource to find that same loaf of bread mm-hmm. that you want. Do you feel good about your the local business community, kind of that, that sense of collectivism that we're, we're in it together and they, and they kind of bonded together? Have you, have you seen that in, in, in your daily operations? I would definitely say I see that at Busy Bee. I feel okay. like Busy Bee has this amazing community surrounding it. Hmm. Um, we have such a multi-generational 
customer base as well as people that have come in to support the bee. They've been coming there since it was a soda shop, you know, back in the 60s and all the way to now where they're with their, you know, multi, you know, third, fourth, fifth grandchild, great grandchild. (laughs) And so it's just that community, but also the businesses that they're tied to. So Hmm. coming in and offering one of my customers who is a retired gentleman replaced our countertop and he owns a countertop company in Springfield. And he was like, I can do this for you and came in on when we were closed and got that done. And then his, his nephew um, came in and helped him who owns a business in Springfield also. Mm -hmm. And so it's this little network that has webbed off of just being in Springfield, meeting people that are tied with the chamber, meeting people that own, you know, other restaurants. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been a really positive experience. It is stretched a little thin, I think. Sure. Um, And I think there could be more, Hmm. Uh, just because I like that camaraderie of having other people in the same industry as me in my community. Um, And not to say that I necessarily uh, know what that more is, Mm -hmm. but I think that it could definitely be uh, more prevalent for us. What about you, Tammy? Well, the business community networking saved me. Mm. Coming out of COVID, we weren't allowed to do a lot of networking yeah um i grasped onto it and i was pleasantly surprised being Mm. a member of both springfield and eugene chamber of commerce um, especially their greeters other networking groups and uh social groups Mm. community groups like rotary and that sort of thing it seems like after covid people really were hungry to get back together and be community and and troubleshoot with each other and like he said you rub my back i'll rub yours and so there's a lot sure. more of that now which i find very refreshing the business community has risen to the occasion great great well i really appreciate you both coming in and, and, and chatting with us we've been talking with meg holiday she's the owner of the busy bee cafe and tammy inglis drew she is the ceo and managing owner for ames mobile nursing really appreciate you guys coming in thank, thank you. you thank you that's our show for today There's a lot of, at least perceived security in working within a large organization. In a chain of command structure, often someone else has to make the tougher decisions and deal with outside issues. But when you're the boss, you have to deal with it all. And as you heard from our guests, it's a real balancing act and creates a monumental amount of stress. But if you're built for it, it can be the perfect environment in which to thrive. I wanna thank my guests for coming on the show. Meg Holiday from Busy Bee Cafe, Tammy Inglis Drew from Ames Mobile Nursing, Jenny Stemmerman from Oregon Axe Throwing, and Catherine Bame from Main Street Suites. This show, along with all episodes of Oregon on the Record, is available at klcc.org. I'm Michael Dunn, and this has been Oregon on the Record from KLCC. Thanks for listening. <laughs>